In this episode of the Advanced Selling Podcast, Bill disappoints me with his lack of Brady Bunch knowledge. We list some of our favorite millennial names, and we dip into the co-video mailbag with Jake, not from State Farm, who inspires the topic, Young Blood, New Breed. Hey, welcome back to the Advanced Selling Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Bill Kasky. I'm the other host, Brian Neal. We come to you every Monday morning, and we have done so for 13 long, arduous years. Is it 13? 13 years. 14, not 14. Going on, going on 14. Uh, just yeah. about 14. That's a long... We're like the, we're like the uh, grandfathers of podcasting, aren't we? I mean, literally, we've been here for a long time. We talk, I talked to a guy this weekend. Well, he goes, how long have you been doing that? Three or four years? I'm like, yeah, 13. He goes, I didn't know there was podcasting 13 years ago. <laughs> there was. Yeah. We anyway. got to pull out some old episodes and listen to them and critique ourselves from some of the early, the really early episodes. That would be fun to do. Pull them up from 06. I did that from probably 08 once I was looking for a specific podcast, and it wasn't, it wasn't awful. No. I mean, it was- uh, not awful. It's just different. Yeah. Cigars. I haven't smoked as many cigars then as I have now, so my voice a little bit deeper. Yes, and my voice did change. I, I did. A, you know, I went through a second round of puberty. Did you really? Was, uh, in your my mid forties. <laughs> <laughs> the Bobby Brady. When it's time to change, remember that. You've got to rearrange. You no. don't remember that? I don't remember. I didn't the do Brady any bunch? Brady's. No. Oh, how I mean, do you I knew the him, but Brady I didn't. bunch. Nope. When Bobby, when they were they had the singing group and they were trying to do the recording, and Bobby's voice was changing. Uh, <sighs> we'll see if our. Listeners know about the Brady Bunch, I doubt Bobby it. Brady I, episode it's when it's time young to group. change. Which brings us to hey. our uh, topic today. Yeah. To, you know, we've been doing this mailbag thing, and I hope you enjoyed last episode's show with Brad Chiswell from Australia. He has since emailed us and uh, thanked us for having him on. That was really he fun. Was that was one guest. of the yep. I mean, we've had a lot of fun recording the podcast. That was a fun one. I really enjoyed talking to him. Yeah. And we had also an email from Olivia Carmel. Do you remember Olivia? Do I remember Olivia? She used to work for us. She did. And she miss said, her so. first off, I miss you guys. I've been listening on and off to the podcast since working with you two back in 2013. Encourage all my people to tune in as well. I'm driving back from the start. Blah, blah, blah. Um, as I've gone off on my own, started a business, have been invited to consult others' business, I found much so much more in ASP than I fully realized when I was there. So she just wanted to say hi. She's a wonderful, just human being. Yeah, really smart, funny. really talented. I love she's kind of made her own way. She has. And, uh, yeah. Real, really proud of her. She's yeah. great. Hi, Olivia. It's time for the Co-Video Mailbag, where Bill and Brian do their best to answer your questions or make something up that sounds good. So the question today is from Jake. Jake says, love the podcast. I listen at work at 2x speed, so if I ever meet you, I will be thrown off by hearing your voices <laughs> at normal speed. Well, you you got to let us know. If you listen at 2X and we can modify our live voices. We'd want to slow it down. Or no, we'd want to speed no, it up. No, we'd want to speed it up a little, a little bit. faster. Okay. Uh, so the word, uh, yeah, that'd be boring. Anyway, <laughs> I work for a sales agency in Cincinnati that has provided a few of us young guys with zero sales training, employee benefits, pension plans to employer groups. Myself and several younger guys joined the agency within the last five years. None of us has received any kind of training. We've had a few trainers in the area that showed little to no promise of improving our sales technique. Uh, if you guys are ever in the Cincinnati area and could uh, find some time to squeeze in some free training, we'd love to have you. I heard <laughs> no, those are my words. 
Uh, because well, you, did, you've said that earlier. Yeah. yeah so this is actually an invitation to come do some free training in Cincinnati. <laughs> so here's we're going to make a topic out of this, even though he didn't really have a question. I think there was an implied question in there, which is, if I'm young and I'm new in an organization where I've got other people who are my age, but also there's the seasoned vet wing of the of the there's the east wing of the White House where all the studs are and studettes, yes. and those are yep. all the people that make all the money. How do I get up and running and rolling? Do I copy them? Do I use them as mentors? Yep. And uh, just there's some a few questions around that that we want to address today. And we're enti- we're titling this "Young Blood, New Breed." Young Blood, New Breed sounds like a book title, and, doesn't and it? And it kind of it kind of uh, has its origin in there's people who are in their twenties who are in sales. Those are young blood people, but there's also a new breed of salesperson emerging. We believe. Yep. yep. And so to copy someone who's 55 or 60 years old who's done it and they're pretty good at it, we're not sure if that's the right thing. Nope. Nope. So you might be copying some old breed attributes and skills, and we don't want you to do that. So uh, we're going to talk about that today. So Brian, I'll let you go first. Do you have something to kick us off? Well, I do have some things to kick us off. And I do want to put a little context too around the topic because Bill and I see this in our in our ongoing coaching and training, which uh, again, we've got some fun things planned for 2019 so that you can actually become a more direct client of ours. Stay tuned for that and make sure you, you pay attention because we're going to be sharing some neat things coming up. One thing we always see is this dilemma. I don't know if dilemma is the right word. It's not a dilemma. It's a situation. What would you say there? I like the word dilemma. So it tell is. me what it is, and then I'll so weigh in. So really we say dilemma. young. It means a couple things. One, we're early in our stage, early in our sales career, and we're still on the lower end of the um, the life expectancy scale. Let's put it that way, right? So you figure age wise, we're talking the twenty two to thirty two, and maybe first or second sales job. This group wants and yearns for sales coaching and that sort of thing. The problem is when there's no structured sales coaching, or even sometimes when there is, it is based off of performance by people who are in the latter stage of the life expectancy curve, people who are in their 40s, 50s, and 60s. And left alone, the only place you look is, you know, well, Bob's been number one, you know, since the 80s. I'll do what Bob does. And the Mm -hmm. problem, there's a dilemma there because that's not the way that Bob grew that thing is likely not how you're going to grow That's your, correct. your deal. And Bob may not even be able to remember how he did it. No. Because right. the you are now where Bob was 20 years ago. Yes. He's not going to remember the all the you know the late nights and the mailings and the faxes and, and all that stuff is irrelevant no. now anyway. C- correct. Yeah. And so it's really important to step back. And I think sales leaders need to understand this too, that you, you cannot, and sometimes even the training that they do get that's formalized is based off of the stuff that Bob that's did. That's correct. And you really, really Most have to watch time. that and modernize that. So this podcast is dedicated to you who are in that realm, that stage of your sales career. And this is evergreen. I mean, you can listen to this one over and over and over. Mm-hmm. We're going to give you some things that will help really quickly give you your version of what's going to help you become a guy like Bob. Mm-hmm. Better than Bob. Better than That's Bob. That's the subtitle of this episode. <laughs> Young, Young blood, blood, new, new breed, breed, better, better than, than Bob. Bob. B-T-B, <laughs> better than Bob. I know I've mentioned that on the podcast before about my, my rub with the airlines, the, you know, the kids flying plane these, these days. They're, they're, you know, you, yep. I've said this before, you know, when we flew, when we were growing up, it was, you know, there were Vietnam veteran oh, you know, yeah, war pilots yeah. and their names were Don and Mike and oh, now yeah. no, a- a- AJ Chip. and Tyler. <laughs> 
<laughs> Chip, Kyle, Tyler. Hey, I'm up front with Tyler. Hey, what's up? I've said this lots of times, but this old old joke. Yes. Um, I was in church last new, night. We, we have five new listeners, though, so maybe. We do kind of a meet and greet when church starts, and I turned around this young millennial-type couple, and I said, hey, I'm, I'm Brian, and Steph said, hi, I'm Stephanie, and they said, uh, Hi, uh, I'm I'm Emma and I'm Tanner. I'm like, of course, oh, your names course. are Emma and Tanner. I'm really Cheyenne. sweet couple. I'm Dakota. Okay, good. Okay, <laughs> I always like it when you do the meet and greets and you say, "Hi, I'm Bill," and they say, "Hi." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, really the nameless <laughs> church member. Yeah. yeah, no one knows I'm here. <laughs> Shh. Very funny. Okay. Okay. You wanna you wanna go? I will. So here's my first piece of advice. And we also talked about Bill, we're gonna kick around this. Bill and I were talking, like kick it around like an idea. And then we're like, well, these this younger tribe likes to be told what mm-hmm. to do. And so mm-hmm. we're, this some some of this is very prescriptive. Number one, I said you need to have and write down and create your own how I roll document. How I roll document. And what goes into how I roll document is a combination of your philosophy and your own personal rules that govern your sales career for for the foreseeable future. Things that might go into your how I roll document uh, are things like, uh, I believe in the abundance of the market and I am I, I have a healthy detachment from all my outcomes. Um, I say who, I say when, I say how much. I'm in charge of the process. I love what I do, I work hard and I play hard. Whatever that mm-hmm. is, it's kind of mm-hmm. like a philosophical well, document for philosophy, yourself. Philosophy, yeah, like eight, seven, eight, ten at the top. Uh, Pieces of, of that are yours, they're real, so you don't need to overdo it, little phrases and things, but you should be able to have that and carry it around with you and produce it for someone. So if I ever met you after you listened to this podcast and I said, hey, man, Tyler, TJ, AJ, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Connor, um, and I said, hey, can I see your How I Roll document? Augie. <laughs> You'd be, is that a new one, mm-hmm. Augie? That's a new one. I, that's a new millennial popular. name? Yeah. I didn't know I that. heard one the other day. Oh, a girl. Yeah. Her name was Jagger. Hmm. Love parents, it. Jagger, big, big Rolling Stones, Jagger, Jagger. Jagger. Her parents were really, really <laughs> were into the booze. Boozers. Yeah. <laughs> boozers this is my daughter Jagger. This is our son Wild Turkey. <laughs> Yukon Jack. It's my cousin. All the fun stuff. So, how I roll document. Okay, I would create. I love that. that. I love that. Yep. So here's. Uh, I think I gave this advice here a few episodes ago, but it's every bit as relevant now as it was then. And that is, if you have some people inside your firm who are studs and studettes, and they are willing to sit down and 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 respond to your questions, interview them, record it, and get it transcribed. Now, you might say, well, wait a minute. I thought you just said that we don't want to do things the way Bob does them. No, but Bob is a wealth of information about how the industry works, how people work in it, the kinds of pains and problems that he sees customers having. So don't disregard the knowledge he has. How you take that knowledge and then execute it might be different. But this is not about... How do you market your business, Bob? This is about what do you know that I need to know? Yes. So I I would suggest you have some questions, a a dozen questions, and go interview people. You can just do it on your iPhone, your phone, um, get it transcribed. And now you've started to kind of coalesce and assemble some DNA and some real how-to skills. Love it. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. Uh, Next. Uh, and I, I've mentioned this too on, on previous podcasts, but this is something, if I were giving any like one piece of advice to people early on in the stage, and what happens is Bob has done this, he just has done it without intentionally knowing that he's done it, is you have to build and feed your network at a really, really young age and early stage in your career. Mm-hmm. And you have so many tools that we didn't have before. You've got, you've got LinkedIn, you've got all social medias, Instagram and that sort of thing. And I'm talking about finding connections to people and learn to build your network early so that you can leverage it down the road. 
And this is easy to do because it, it, the person who wins the build the network game is the one who works the hardest at it. It's just an effort thing. Yeah. So don't sit back. I can't. I get so bothered when when people come to me, younger people in their career, and they've been working at a place. I just interviewed up someone for one of my clients here, and she's really good, really skilled, great pedigree background, super smart, or you know, late twenties, and. She doesn't know anybody because she's been stuck in her company and hasn't done a job, a good job, outside the walls she of the building. Have. She, she could have. She just hasn't. She yeah. just hasn't. And it's not her fault. She was never taught to. So I'm teaching you to do that. No, It doesn't matter if you need it or not. You have to build your network early. Got to do so it. So what would be a minimum number of networking meetings? And You might not look at it that way, but this is yeah. a good idea. So should I be, if I'm a 25-year-old and yes. maybe I'm in sales, maybe I'm not. We have a lot of listeners who aren't even in sales or either in account yeah. management or account development, or they yeah. just listen for the pure pure pleasure of it. Yeah. <laughs> just um, the velvety smooth voice isn't right. for a lot of people. So should I be seeing people three or four times a month, like different people? Should I as- assemble some kind of a plan to yeah, do that? Yeah, that's a good question. My, my first hit when people, so I, I always answer this question with, you got to first see where you are, and then that'll kind of baseline th- where the next level up is. So if you're at zero, then zero might turn to two. Okay. If you're at four, four turns to six you or whatever. You mean four meetings per meetings month? Meetings or connections, a, things like that, yeah. Um, I'm a big fan, especially early on, and this is going to sound like a lot, of three a week. Okay. One on Monday, one on Wednesday, one on Friday, or shuffle you those 40 around. hours, you, you can surely yeah, find you just find three hours. All those things will contribute to growing your your business, growing your connection base, all those things. So you get to three a week. I mean, there's a book called Never Eat Lunch Alone. Mm-hmm. I've never read it. I'm, it's funny, books like that that have the whole book in the title. Yeah, I'm you like, don't even read it. It's like, <laughs> why would I waste uh, time? Yeah. Okay, got it. <laughs> I just always wonder if I open that book, is it just a bunch of blank pages? It's like, <laughs> read page well, one. You'll never know because you'll alone. never buy it. No, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea, though. Um, yeah. So that would be my precise Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's there. good. That's good. Uh, what I was, another one I had, and uh, this is along the lines of the journey from new to seasoned, is yeah. can you document that journey in some mm. way? Can you can you build a storyline around it and and visibly or visually depict that to the world? So let's just say that you start and your first day with this benefits company, in this case, your first day, you get on LinkedIn and you say, hey, it's my first day. Here are some of the things I'm going to be doing. I love what I'm, uh, I'm anxious to start. If you want to talk to me, I don't know crap about this, but I'd love to talk with you. And just start yeah. to build the journey and, and become the real you in that journey rather than pretending like you've been in the business 25 years and trying to act smart and be smart. You don't know anything when you're a year in. And there's nothing wrong with that. And and that's okay. That's endearing. And it might be a little engaging. Yes, yes, yes. So can you document the journey in a way that doesn't, doesn't make you look like an idiot, but still makes you look like someone who's on a path and you're... People might love that. In fact, I think people would love that more than you pontificating about how bright you are. That's so true. And that's such a mistake that people early on make is they try to uh, channel their inner Bob and they try, yeah. and it doesn't yeah. come off real because it's not because you don't know the stuff that Bob knows. And people understand that. That's okay. People get real bothered by that. Yeah. Um, I did that for a long time yeah. in the training business and even in the businesses before. And I think it it's a... When you're young, I think you tend to do that more because when you're older, you don't really care what right. people think, what they think of you. But yes. at young, you really do. You do, yeah. And you're and you're and you're you're fighting all these inner demons of things like I need to be accepted, I need to be liked, I need right. to be smart, and all those jazz. And those are all real. So we're not trying to 
say that they're not. It, it, the quicker that we can recognize that's going on and let go of that, the better off yeah. we're going to be. Uh, my next one, I have um, as early as you can in your career, learn to take control of the sales process. And this is one of those things that I think is counterintuitive to what people think. They sort of think I need to serve a customer and go along with them. And I don't, I don't think that could be further from the truth. If you can learn as quickly as you can, some of the tools you've heard on the podcast, things like uh, uh, process work that Bill and I have done, clear future date setting, timelining, go, no-go dates. Those are all tools. If you search back in the archives, you'll find us talk about. Those are all ways and tools to help you control the process. The quicker you can learn to control the process, the more efficient your sales process is going to be, the quicker you get to high performance. Yeah, that's excellent. For sure. That's excellent. Uh, I've got one here. I don't know if this is a tip or a tactic. It's more of a way to think. And that is use your ignorance as a virtue. Use mm. it. Use your ignorance as an asset. We might have talked about that a little bit in this whole idea of documenting your journey, but it's okay. You know, you a lot of times I think when young people join a company, they bring a perspective that's really unbiased because they have no clue what they're doing or what the company does. Yeah. And that's not a bad place to be because a lot of the customers also are in that position. Right. So it's almost like you have something immediately. Uh, some immediate rapport with someone who has never done business with your company and doesn't even know that much about the category, neither do you, that's an immediate bond to me. So if you can use that ignorance of the, uh, that's a terrible word, but um, what what is a better word? Ignorance is bliss. Ignorance? Is it? Uh, Yeah. I think that's okay. Okay. So we're not saying you're You're ignorant. ignorant. We're just saying, yeah, we're not uh, making any judgments there. Yeah. But um, use that. And then when you're out talking to prospects or people who are networking, ask them questions. Be curious. Always be in a mode of learning. How do you look at this product or service when you buy it? I know I'm not, I, you're not in the mode right now, but I want to know. How do you look at this? How do you look at this, the rep? How do you look at the company? Be curious. Yeah. And, and you can't be curious if you think you know it all and you don't know it all. So this is a perfect time to do That's it. so true. Yeah. I like it. My last one is going to go against um, what most older people think about younger people. And I'm going to give some advice here that I think the younger group is going to like. And I'm going to say, um, get, stay on your phone. Stay on your phone. And we've always talked like, oh, these people are out there. Kids are on their phones all the time. They don't even look. They can't have a conversation. Can't look in the eye jazz. You know what? Where you have an advantage as a younger person over everybody else. Uh, especially when we're talking about el- your elder people uh, that have gone ahead of you, is you're better on the phone than we are. Now, you, you and mean I, better with the phone? With the phone, so I'll talk about what I mean by that. So you're on Snapchat, you're on Twitter, you're on Facebook, you're on Instagram, you're on all those things, you're on LinkedIn. You've got to make those things your friend, though, versus just your social time for sales. And so what I'm telling you to do is I want you to use what you're good at, which you're good at staring down at your phone, And I want you to use it to do the things that Bill and I have just talked about. So I want you to constantly post things on Instagram relative to your business, constantly be on LinkedIn, connecting, trying to email and text people to get meetings, constantly look at being on Facebook and watching and engaging with people in your world on Facebook. And so I'm encouraging you to do what you're already good at and stay on your phone. Just do it in a slightly different way. Mm -hmm. Do it for Mm -hmm. business versus the person because they're good at that. And they'll kick anybody's butt. They'll kick Bob's butt every time. Eventually. Eventually over time, for sure. Yeah. Sure. So I wonder if if uh, you have a new person who joins your firm and they're let's just, he, he's in the benefits business. Jake is. Yeah. Would you say to that person, 
spend a certain number of hours per day for the first 90 days doing nothing but mm. creating content, linking up. Don't yeah. you make a call, you bring your yeah. lunch in yep. and you play yep. loud, whatever your favorite music is, and you get in the groove and that's all you're doing is you're creating quote cards, you're asking questions, you're recording audio, you're recording video. <laughs> I mean, yes, yeah, yes. I would do that. Yes. And maybe yes. it's all day. Yes. Think about the momentum and yes. velocity you could build if you did that, as opposed to, well, I got to go make calls, and then next week I'm going to post something on Instagram. Totally. You never get any momentum. No, no. I would absolutely lock a kid, kid being an operative yeah, word yeah, there, yeah. in an office, maybe for a month, I saying your, your deal is to learn as much as you can and create as much of this stuff, whether it's video, audio, that sort of thing. God, that's a great And, and interview clients, send them out and let them interview, because they're better than that than a 50-year-old right. is. Right, Now, I stay pretty good. You stay pretty right. good. But most of us don't that are guys that are our age and gals our age. Yeah. And you can kick you can kick Bob's butt. I'm telling you, you can't. I hate Bob. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how you, representation. I don't know Bob. how I've come to hate yeah. Bob. So put in, you got, we talked about the you know uh, Youth of the Nation, a song by Pod. And see now we're getting some '90s '90s ish. Is that '90s, Travi, or 2000s? '90s. Yeah, it's good '90s stuff. Well, we're gonna play the song. Kind oh, of you are? relate to our okay. listeners. Youth of the Nation is the the song by. We're we gonna get in trouble for P- this. Pod is a Christian band, so no, we'll we'll make a donation to the church. <laughs> their behalf, I think. Uh, no, but they if you're Youth of the Nation, this no is how you win. No licensing yeah, exactly. the Christian bands. <laughs> no. They're not in it for the money. They're in it for the cause. Just ask, right? Ask their accountant. Yeah, I, I just think that's a it's a great thing to do, and that's where you win. You have to play to your skill. Too often, we try to take you know millennial person who's great on the phone, great with content yeah, creation yeah. in their normal and life, them, and make them make a bunch of cold calls. calls. Right? Yeah. Makes no sense whatsoever, in my opinion. That is really interesting. We yeah. should do. God, that's that's that that is a course right there on yeah. how to yeah. not just how to do that, but how to lead someone to do that. So if you're a VP of sales. I always like to think of it as if you were to start your business over today, what would you do to build it? You wouldn't do what you did in the 70s and 80s and no. 90s. You wouldn't do that. Even no. in 2000, no. you would use the biggest asset you have, which is your phone, your, yep. the internet, and, yep. your, and social media, yep. and you would construct a plan yep. that created momentum so that six months from now, you don't have to worry about anything because you've got a network built, you've got business yes. coming in, you've got referrals. Yes, and if you're in the stage of life, you're already doing it. You're either doing it with your friends or your yeah, family yeah. on Facebook, Instagram, yeah. or you're doing it on um, Swipe Right. What are those things called? The dating, like, uh, what, what is it called? Tinder, Tinder right? Mm-hmm. It's yeah, things I'm like that. With that. Uh, all those, you're already doing it. Mm-hmm. And so you just got to shift gears on why you're doing it for. Now you're going to do it for your sales life versus yeah. your personal life. That's, That's it. Good. So drop topic, the mic. Man. Bill drops his uh, earphones. I love that. Young like, blood, yeah, new young breed, breed, brother. Young breed, POD, youth of the nation, baby. Bring them home. So. All right. If you're having a sales meeting, Bill and I are uh, heading out on the road. Uh, you've heard us talk about this. Uh, we're going to be bringing you, I think we think, some videos, some like on, on, on in-room recordings things, so you'll see what it's like. Highly encourage you, if you have a sales meeting, sales retreat, send us up the ladder saying, hey, boss, we're having a meeting. We need to bring these guys in. They're really, really fun, really good, and super useful. Uh, send us an email, listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com. But come see us in the subject line. We'll come visit you. If your boss's name is Bob, forget we said <laughs> Please that. Please do. Forget this whole yeah, episode. We should have everyone. Everyone who has a Bob in their office should <laughs> uh, post them or tag them in this episode. That would be funny on LinkedIn. Okay. All right. See ya. Bye. Bye.